Hey, hey, friend, you probably hear it all over the place. People talk about going clean and clean products and how to be intentional, I guess would be a good word, about the products and the things that we bring into our house. You'll hear a lot about being toxin-free. And we, yes, we should do the best that we can. Is it easy? Sometimes. Is it hard? Sometimes. It really depends on how attached you are to certain products and certain scents and certain results that you might be used to in your life. And this type of topic is something that I'm actually really passionate about. I know I talk a lot about homeschool stuff, and this fits into it because we talk about homemaking as well as keepers of the home and the ones that manage everything. And laundry is definitely included in that. Even if your kiddos do your own laundry, you're still probably the one that's buying the laundry detergent. You're probably the one making sure that it's in stock. You're the one who's keeping up on just the management overall of probably that room, whether they do their own laundry or not. So whether this is new to you or maybe it's not, maybe you've made some switches, I decided to start talking about this and we're going to go into the laundry room. I feel like it's the easiest, it is the most obvious place to make some changes. And so today we're going to talk about four products that you might have in your laundry room that I want you to consider ditching. And I'm going to give you some alternatives and what to replace those with, because I don't want to leave you high and dry. Okay, let's jump into it right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Before we get into the deep here with Dirty Laundry, I want to remind you, don't forget, next week is the Black Friday sale on Clarify Your Homeschool. It has never been on sale like it's going to be next week, and it won't be after that either. So make sure that you come back on Monday to listen to the podcast episode and make sure you're also on the email list so you get all of the details. All right, so let's dive into here some dirty laundry. We're going to air our dirty laundry. Well, maybe not. Maybe just me. (laughs) So it's best to make some switches. If you're looking to make some switches, it's best to do things slowly. This comes with anything. The way that we as people embrace some changes is some is often like if we just do it slowly and make those changes and we become comfortable with that change and then we make the next change and then we make the next change. A lot of times we make a huge overhaul, it can be overwhelming and we eventually quit because it just feels like too much. And I think that the laundry room is a fairly easy place to start. Now for me personally, I didn't grow up with my mom using strong laundry detergents. I wasn't attached. I know some people are really, really attached to the scent that they use, whether it was something that they use in childhood or it just makes them feel warm and cozy having that scent on their clothing. 
So maybe it was a little bit easier for me to let go of things. I don't even really remember exactly what I bought when we first got married. Probably just the standard Tide liquid detergent. I feel like fairly quickly I started shifting to ones that were fragrance-free, which, where are they fully fragrance-free? We don't know because they don't have to list everything that is in that product. And P.S., this goes with food and this can go with cosmetics and personal products as well. In the United States, they're not required to list if it's under a certain percentage. We won't go into all those details because it can depend on what it is. But it could say fragrance-free, and there might still be some type of fragrances. My go-to at this point in my life, we are so far down the journey, so don't compare yourself with this. This is something new. But if a product has something in it and I cannot pronounce it, I don't buy it. Whether it has to do with food or it has to do with personal care products or it has to do with cleaning products, I just don't buy it. And I'm sure we can find a lot of that stuff when it comes to our laundry room. When I started making some switches for what I was doing in the laundry and what I was using, mostly it came out of a need for a budget. I wanted something that was a bit cleaner, but there was also a price tag that came along with that years ago. I think now prices have kind of balanced out. And once in a while, I kind of take a look to see what the options are out there, see what's there as I walk past. But I don't do that very often because just the smell of that aisle, I'm like, ugh, I can't even, I can't even handle it. So there's your warning that also as you step away from fragrances and just using these products, you'll notice it a lot more when you're out and you notice, oh, the neighbor's doing their laundry right now. I can smell it while I'm outside. (laughs) So become more sensitive to those types of things and not in like a, I'm going to throw up kind of way, just kind of like in a, to me, I'm like, ugh, it doesn't even smell natural anymore. So I guess when we're talking about clean products, we're going to talk about being a little bit more natural here as well. Okay, let's talk about those four products that I'm going to tell you to ditch in your laundry room. Are you ready for the first one? You probably can guess. (laughs) Number one, ditch the laundry detergent. Now I'm not saying wash your clothes without anything, without detergent or soap. Now, when you do a little bit of research and you kind of come across things You'll find, I specifically found just a couple of minutes ago when I was looking up some things about this, there was a website and this company sells laundry detergent. And so they're throwing some shade here at making your own and how it's just soap and not detergent. So what I'm going to tell you right now is that if you have a front loading machine, you might be a little bit more restricted as to what you can use. I have a top loader. It is nothing fancy. It is, it's not even that old, but it's just, it's not fancy, (laughs) but it gets the job done. So why am I telling you though to ditch this and what I want you to replace it with? When you look at laundry detergent and you look at the ones that are not clear, there'll be some type of blue color, some type of green color. And when you look at it, the color is really unnatural, right? It's not even like a blue you would find out in nature. It just looks like chemicals. And when I look at laundry detergent, that's what I see is just a bunch of chemicals. There are a lot of studies out there that will discuss the specific chemicals that are in the laundry detergents and the possible health ramifications, the side effects, the diseases, and the issues that can arise from using those chemicals. And yet the companies are able to just use them. 
So we as consumers need to use our discernment and I would rather make my own laundry detergent than do tons of research and read all of the research papers about every single ingredient. I can look at a couple of ingredients like I can't even pronounce that. I'm not even quite sure what that says. It's an unnatural color. The smell, the scent is so overwhelming. I'm just going to make my own. <laughs> so what, what do you make? There's a lot of recipes out there. If you are interested, it's funny how I say recipe because it is a recipe because you're making it, you're creating it from different ingredients. If you are interested in the exact recipe that I use, I will put a link to a printable for the recipe that will include some directions. I'll put that in the show notes and you can go ahead and grab that. I use this laundry detergent. We wash all of our stuff with it, whether we have to throw in some sneakers or it's winter clothing at the end of the winter and I'm washing everything to put it away for the spring and the summer, or it's towels or it's sheets or it's regular clothing. I personally have not had any issues with using this laundry detergent in our laundry, in our washing machine. I have not had any problems with any of the clothing that we have been washing, none of that. So you can you know, you can go out there and you can kind of do some searching online and people will be like, no, no, it'll do this. It'll do that. You don't really know until you try. But again, if you have a front loading washing machine, just do some research before you go ahead and make any type of changes for that. Cause I don't want you to break your machine and I don't want you to have soap or anything all over the floor, but I have been using our homemade laundry detergent for years before I had this recipe. I did have another one that I use and I was um, shredding some soap over some hot water on the stovetop and that just got, I was like, this is kind of crazy. Why am I doing this? There has to be something better. And so I did a lot of bunch of research and put together my own recipe and this is what has worked. I've got teen boys, they're stinky, they're smelly, and it works for them. Also, I know that it's more economical and depending on the colors of clothing to use cold water, but... I have been having my boys use hot water to wash their stuff because they've been working outside like all this past summer, they've been working outside and they are just dirty and it, it all works. It seems to work fine. So the hot water with this laundry detergent. So the number one thing to ditch is your store-bought laundry detergent and to try making your own. Now, if you're like, I'm not interested in making my own at all, that's okay. You don't have to make your own. Maybe just do some research and find some product that you are comfortable with. Okay. Sometimes we need to just maybe take steps down, baby steps down. Maybe you are using a very scented, very, we'll say green laundry detergent. And you're like, I don't know if I can go straight to making my own. Maybe just take a step down and buy one that is more of a cleaner product and fragrance free. There's many options in store as well as options online as well. All right, let's get to the second one here. Fabric softener. Now, guess what? I have nothing for you to replace this with. I just want you to ditch the fabric softener. Not only does it fill with all kinds of stuff that is not good for your skin, not good for your health, it's there's also a lot of stuff in there that's not really necessarily good for your clothing. Apparently, so I personally have never used fabric softener. My mom never used fabric softener, so I kind of learned my laundry skills from her. So it wasn't something that I was attached to. And I know some people love fabric softener because of the smell that it has. Again, I'm, I'm not into the smells and the scents anymore. So I'm going to tell you right now, just to ditch the fabric softener, it is not needed. Your clothing will be fine. Clothing wears out. If you are concerned about clothing wearing out, 
I know a lot of people are moving to buying more uh, sustainable clothing, buying more organics, buying clothing that they know they're investing in and buying clothing that they know is going to last. And from what I have looked at and researched here, fabric softener does not necessarily help that stuff. So just go cold turkey, go to your laundry right now, go laundry room right now and take the fabric softener and throw it in the garbage. We're done. Okay. Third one. Oof. Some people might not like this one, but overall, so this is overall, well, we can get into other rooms of the house as well, where maybe you might be using this product, but I want you to ditch the bleach. <gasps> I know you're like, how are my whites going to be white? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, my whites are not super white because that's not really what happens. I remember years ago, we had a Bible study. This is like a couple homes back and this, um, a friend, he would come to the Bible study and his socks were always so white. And I still think now I'm like, how are they so white? Does he, was he taking like directly out of the package? I'm looking at my socks and they're kind of like an off white because I've probably thrown them in with things and they might be have, <laughs> might've thrown them in there with some new jeans. And now my socks are like, have that bluish tint to them or something. So I'm not sure if they were brand new socks, but overall he didn't live a lifestyle where he spent a lot of time outside. So he wasn't necessarily in shoes uh, that getting dirty and running around to the dirt and that kind of stuff. So either that or maybe his wife used a lot of bleach. I don't know. But ditch the bleach. I eventually ditched my bleach because I found that when I used it, it would make me cough. And I'm thinking to myself, if a product is irritating my lungs and making me cough, it's probably not something that is good for me to wash my clothing in. And then for me to put that clothing on my skin all day long. So what's an alternative? An alternative, I do have one for this, would be white vinegar. You can buy it in like bulk, big, huge sizes. I get mine from Aldi. You can get it from, I know they're at Costco. They're huge. You can get them at any grocery store. Now, a disclaimer I do want to use when it comes to vinegar is that it can erode some areas of your washing machine I found this out the hard way with a dishwasher years ago. So want to be careful with the amount that you're using. And some people prefer to put it in during the rinse cycle and use it a little bit as a fabric softener. Some people say it works. Some people say it doesn't work. But I'm going to tell you right now, I put my laundry in and I walk away until I hear that the washing machine is done and then I throw it into the dryer. I, do, I don't have time to wait around for the rinse cycle and to open it up and to put it in. Now, if that's something that's important to you, then go ahead and do that. But if it's not important to you, <laughs> we're in good company, okay? So vinegar can be a good alternative. It also can act as a bit of what I like to think of like a disinfectant. When we wash our dog, she's spoiled rotten. <laughs> in her crate, she re refuses to just be in her crate. She has to have a blanket. So when we wash that blanket or we wash like a towel after giving her a bath or wash any types of fabric that we have used with her, we will, th we will pour in some vinegar into that wash just to kind of help cleanse it a little bit more because she's a dog and she's outside a lot and she's in and she's just, she's a dog. <laughs> but we have also used it when there's been times where, again, my boys are working and I'm like, your socks stink so terribly and I'll grab all the socks from both the boys throw it in there, put it on hot, put even extra laundry detergent, and I'll just dump a bunch of uh, the vinegar in there and they come out 
fine. <laughs> so much better. They're not stinky. They're clean. So that's an option as well. So you can just put some vinegar in. And again, like I said, I don't, I don't wait for the rinse cycle. If I'm going to put some vinegar in, I put it in the beginning, but just kind of caution, cautionary there, because I know some people have had some issues with using it like consistently a lot. Okay. Number four, are you ready? Some people are super attached to these, but mama ditch your dryer sheets. Ah, yes, I did go there. Are you attached to your dryer sheets? I know that some people, I have some family who use scented laundry detergent, scented fabric softener, and then scented dryer sheets. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like my endocrine system is absolutely disrupted at this point if I'm going to your house while you're doing laundry. But ditch the dryer sheets. Again, if you read the ingredients, what is included in it, there's just, there's nothing really good in them for you. That's what it comes down to. So you're like, but I really like the dryer sheets. I like the scent or maybe like, I don't like the scent, but I just buy ones that are unscented. I don't want the static of that the clothing produces in the in the dryer. A great option, and you might have seen these around, is to use wool dryer balls. You can get these most any place. If you want to get organic ones, you can. You want to get regular ones, you can. But these are good at reducing the static. Another option is to not put your dryer on such a high heat setting and to maybe not let it run for as long, kind of stop it a bit before it goes like to its kind of sort of supposedly cooling down cycle. So again, it depends upon your dryer. And funny story about dryers. I went away earlier this fall to my parents. I think I mentioned it to you guys. And I went for a weekend to my parents' house. And during that time, James and our boys were working on painting the exterior of a house. I told you also about that. But they were trying, the boys were trying to do their laundry and they got stuff in the wash. And then the dryer, put it in the dryer and it just wouldn't start. And the dryer, like it was just dead for I don't know, for no apparent reason. So while I was gone, he, James went on to Facebook marketplace. He found somebody who was selling a dryer and <laughs> they replaced my dryer during that time. Now dryers are a lot easier to replace than washing machines. You don't have the plumbing and that kind of stuff. So it's just easy to pull out and to replace. But he didn't even tell me about this. Actually, he did call me when I was driving down there and he said, have you had any problems with the dryer? And I said, no, he was like, oh, okay. And then I continued my drive, completely forgot about it until I came home. And later that evening, I happened to go in there and I was like, wait a minute, something's looking a little bit different here <laughs> because I didn't even notice they ended up taking, this is so funny. I don't know if this happens where you guys are. And sorry, this is a rabbit trail. It's just a funny story to me is that hopefully it's funny to you too. They put out the dryer out at our, at the street level in front of our house. And they said it was gone within an hour scrappers take everything. People take all kinds of stuff around here uh, that we just put out. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> somebody's excited about it. I hope. But anyway, let's go back to the dryer balls. If you are like, well, I also like the scent. An option is to add some essential oils. Now, a couple things about that, and I'm not going to get into which essential oils, which company, which, what is better. There's all kinds of information out there. You make the best decision for you, what company maybe you're going to use if you want to add some uh, scent to it through the use of uh, essential oils. So basically you just take uh, an essential oil, just a little container and just dab it onto the dryer ball. If you want to put a bunch on because you want it more scented, you can. You want to put on just like one little drop, you can do that. However, make sure you also look into like 
is this an essential oil that is okay to produce like at a high heat? Because you know your dryer is going to heat it up. So check that out as well. It's not mandatory. I like to add a couple of drops here and there for our laundry. And I find that with the essential oils, you'll kind of smell it on the clothing, but as the clothing maybe hangs in the closet or it's towels you put away, the scent doesn't stick around as it would if you were to use dryer sheets. How are you feeling about that, friend? Hopefully you're not like, oh, I don't like her anymore. (laughs) I hope that this inspires you, actually, and encourages you. Even if you just make one of these changes, it's that baby step. And then make the next change, and then the next change, and the next change. So four changes, okay? First is laundry detergent. Make a switch to something that is cleaner, more natural, or go ahead and start making your own homemade laundry detergent. Number two is just to completely ditch the fabric softener. Third is to ditch the bleach. And if you want to switch it out for something, use white vinegar. And the fourth one, dryer sheets, get rid of them, toss them. They're, uh, I think they're even more awful for you than the laundry detergent is, but you can switch those out for wool dryer balls and may put a little bit of drops of essential oil on them. If you'd like some scent to your load of laundry that's in the dryer. How are you feeling about all that? It's pretty doable, I think, right? So make sure that you grab the printable of the recipe that I use if you're interested in that. Again, the link is in the show notes. If you like this episode and you're like, yeah, I want to hear more about this type of clean, non-toxic lifestyle that is hopefully practical and doable because there's so much out there that I feel like it's overwhelming at times. So if you're looking for something just like a let's just go by room by room or certain types of products leave a review and let me know. Now, if you're like, I do not like this, don't leave me a review then. (laughs) Go ahead and send me an email and say, I don't want to hear any more about that. (laughs) I can handle that. You can do that. But if you enjoyed this type of episode, leave a review because it really is something that I'm passionate about because I just, I do it. It's a part of my life. And sometimes I forget that other people aren't really aware of these things. And so I hope that this encourages you. And I would love to hear about some of the switches you have made in your home as well. You can go ahead and send me an email or connect with me through the Facebook group. But one last reminder, make sure you come back here on Monday because I'll have all the details about the Black Friday sale for Clarify Your Homeschool. You don't want to miss out. This is going to be your time to get into Clarify Your Homeschool. I'm excited. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.